This is that show <laughs> of the thing that Brian said. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much, Brian. You may leave now. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is and another thing, as Brian said. It's a podcast where we drink, we agree, and everyone wins. You win. This is our off-week podcast, yeah, where we just let her hair up, down, and we get weird. <laughs> We put our hair in a place we and put hair where it's most comfortable, ladies, and uh, that's what we do. So, man, we got some stuff to talk about. I want to do. I want to get right oh. to the point. I want to talk about some swamp I, thing from the DC. This gets me so streaming service so worked up. So yeah. So as we talked about last week, uh, the swamp thing aired. One episode, then DC immediately announced, well, after this 10-episode run, it's going to be canceled. Yeah. There's a lot of history. There's a lot of rumors, and we're going to yeah. dive into some of that shit. Yeah. Because I'm very curious. So, okay. What my, what my, what my brother Vargas thinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, everybody knows what I think. Let's just lay that out there. <laughs> everyone knows my feelings about this. But, so, yeah, Swamp Thing is on the DC Universe streaming platform. It was the only show I wanted to watch on the DC Correct. Universe Streaming platform. Doom Patrol is supposed to be really good. Yeah, but it's not Swamp Thing. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> You're not wrong. So, there's been some business going on behind the scenes. Initially, the the rumor behind Swamp Thing uh, was that there were quality, quality control issues while it, while it was still being filmed. Right. Because DC cut it down from 13-episode first season to 10-episode first while season. While they were filming the goddamn show. While they were filming it. So they had to do rewrites. They had to basically figure out how to wrap up this season three episodes early. Right. Um, that turned out to not be the case. Quality control was not the issue. That was a fake that news. Was, that was fake news. Um, people, people even said that, that like the set design, the, mm-hmm. the atmosphere of the show was like one of the high points. So like Correct. quality control was not an issue for the show. It's supposed to be... Very intense. Yeah, and I haven't watched it because I'm not going to pay for no DC fuck, Universe, fuck the DC streaming universe. <laughs> yeah, now, I yeah, mean, yeah, who cares? Um, okay, so so the quality control issue was thrown out the window. Then it came out. DC said that apparently there was a budget of eighty million dollars for the first season, right? And forty million of it was supposed to be covered by the state of North Carolina's film commission. Oh. That also t- turned out to be fake news. Uh, the the tax God damn it, DC. The tax credits that DC received for season one were it was like five million dollars just for the pilot, and then another twelve million for the rest of season one. Oh, interesting. For, in okay. terms of ta- yeah, yeah, yeah. tax credits, yeah, 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 right. so uh, aside from however much it cost this right. thing to make, like clearly it was if it was eighty million dollars, somebody made a mistake. Correct. Correct. Trying to make a TV show for eighty million dollars. I mean, right. that's that's just something like bananas. Swamp thing, which yeah, a lot of effects, a lot of yeah. But that's like that's like Game of Thrones money for right this TV series. Which for a there's no small way streaming yeah online. There's service. no way. So DC Warner Brothers has not given a true affirmative. Here's why we canceled the show right. yet. I've seen another reason. I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you're going to continue talking about this, but. 
I've seen the reason that the showrunners, there were two of them. Okay. One of them had the idea that they want it to be a procedural, like basically like a mystery of the week type of show. Oh, like and, Supernatural. And the other one wanted, the other showrunner wanted it to be a uh, just more straightforward, like overarching show like Daredevil, something like that. Okay. And that, that caused a split. They could not meet up in the middle and decide what the show would be. Okay. So DC went, fuck it, we're done. Like, we're over it. That also seems like a shitty reason to cancel a TV Correct. show, though. Like, come on now. Because like, I also heard recently that there was, like, as the design for the first three seasons, when, yeah. they, when they went into mm-hmm. it, they had a three-season arc that was going to end with Justice League Dark. Oh, yeah. So I'm assuming, you know, they're going to bring in Zatanna. They're going to bring in Constantine. They're going to bring in probably Astrogan. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. somebody had an idea of what they wanted to do right, with this right. long term. So, I don't know. It, it just, it's it's frustrating that, thank you, Brian, um, that this show gets canceled, especially after all the good reviews. Right. Everyone that it's so been far getting. has loved the first episode. They yeah. said it's fucking phenomenal. And it looks like the, because the, the, I, I remember it, the, it was a whole weird thing where, like, all the weird stuff came out that, Yes, they were cutting it down from 13 episodes to 10 episodes. And then, like, the trailer came out, like, immediately. Like, yeah. the teaser came out, which was super fucking great. And then, like, more bad news came out. Then they showed, like, the trailer. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh, this show looks phenomenal. And then, yeah. Episode then, one drops and they then cancel Then episode it. one drops and then they cancel it. Like, I, I don't I really understand. Like, it's it seems so bizarre to me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. DC, especially the, the movie universe, the streaming universe. Yeah. Seems just in a super weird place because now there, there's the rumor that all the DC stuff is stopping. Yeah, they're and gonna now they're just gonna do Titans. Yeah, like, that's that was the most the recent thing I heard was that the whole streaming service is shutting down and the only right. thing they're gonna be doing is Titans, which doesn't make any sense to me either. Because okay, so don't shut it down. Just like partner with Netflix and. You know, I, I know that Disney owns Hulu and you probably don't want to team up with them, but like... That's what I was just thinking. Okay, like, fine. Mm-hmm. Like, ship it off to Amazon and let Amazon make Swamp Thing for four more seasons. Like, and they're making the giant Lord of the Rings yeah, show. Y- so. Yeah, like, it just seems like there's a way to do this without, like, being shitty to the fans and all the people that worked on this <laughs> right. show and all the people that... You know, because they're still talking about making that Harley Quinn, that Birds of Prey, that Stargirl series. Yeah, like, like Birds of Prey is like in development. Like yeah, there, there's all of these things that, that DC has talked about making on the streaming service that now are up in the air, and right. Warner Brothers is not giving any answers, at least to the public, which, yeah. why why would I want to pay for something and get invested <laughs> in a show when 100%. there's like rumors about it failing? Well... I don't know. From from the very beginning when DC announced like the whole streaming service, it yeah. seemed very weird with how not great the movies were going. So it's kind of like why we want to watch the TV series. Then that first trailer for Titans came out and the whole fuck Batman <laughs> fiasco yeah. happened and it was like I mean, I don't really want to watch this at all, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like so I don't know. I, I it, it very much seems like cuz I I know that DC like the head of DC some new guy came in or something like that and took over. It's like, cause I know the next, like, like the Wonder Woman's the next movie coming out. Right. It's its own separate thing basically. Yeah. And they've announced that like, they're going to make Aquaman two and it's going right. to be its own separate thing. So it's like, maybe they're just going to, yeah, just, yeah, we're just going to kind of move away from 
the weird, dark, gritty stuff that's has to be a universe and now it's Well, and that's fine too. Whatever its own thing. But like okay. <laughs> fine. Like do that. Just do it. Just do right. it and don't don't make everything some big secret or some big announcement or some big right. like it just seems like they always like swing for the fences and well, that never works out. Like right. you you jump head first into Justice League. Mm-hmm. Like don't fucking do that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which it's like, I know, yeah, we've been laughing about. Well, not laugh, I I guess, you know, they announced that Avengers game a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. And then they released the trailer for it. Which the trailer <laughs> it looks interesting. Yeah. But it's so I I, I can't tell if it's like we're so ingrained and involved in like seeing Chris Evans is Captain America. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. That whenever you see the trailer and you're kind of like, who, are they, who the fuck are these people? Like, yeah. what are we, I, I sent Brendan a, a <laughs> picture on Twitter that was that scene from Spaceballs where he says, you idiots, you've captured their stunt doubles. It shows it a picture of the, the cast, quote yeah. unquote, <laughs> of the, the, the game, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that's from the very beginning of DC very much wanted that Marvel, like, shared universe yeah. shit. And it's like, man, they were very much making that from the very beginning, you know, and, well, and cultivating that for a long fucking time. Yeah. Like it works for Marvel because they've done the legwork and like right. they've been building it for 10 years. It works for the conjuring because those movies <laughs> cost like 48 cents to <laughs> make, you know, like you can just afford to go and do it. But like it, right. the dark universe failed because those movies cost, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, yeah. And they announced the whole, the dark universe was happening before the mummy came. Yeah. Out. But like, but DC did the same thing. I mean, right. I think the expectation when man of steel came out was, well, we're going to make Superman and then we're going to make Batman and right. we're going to make Batman for Superman. You know, like, cause I remember the, the, the initial like plan was, is that they're going to make man of steel yeah. and then they're going to make a man of steel two, Right. And then morph that into a Batman Superman movie. Yeah. And then suddenly, like something happened and then at that comic con or something like that, um, someone got up and started reading from Frank Miller's yeah. The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And it, it became a Batman vs. Superman movie. Right. It's like, huh. Yeah, Man of Steel 2 became Batman vs. Superman. It just Superman. morphed into it, which was a very short-sighted idea. So yeah. In hindsight. And even then, I was like, that's a bad idea. Yeah. So you have to, you have to capture that, that interest in your product first, even, right. even though the interest is built in. A hundred percent. You still have to capture that interest in order to produce more product. Does that make sense? You know uh-huh. what I mean? It like, absolutely does. Because, I mean, you could just get butts in the seats by saying, hey, we're making a Superman movie with yeah, right. Henry Cavill, like this this guy, Henry Cavill. Um, and it's going to be a darker, like, what if Superman really was on planet Earth, like just dropped in right now? Yeah. What would happen? And that's an inherently interesting idea. But... Well, <laughs> but if you don't, yeah. but I, I've always from the very beginning said that like a good Batman versus Superman movie or not even Batman versus Superman, a good Batman Superman movie, you have to show that Batman and Superman are inherently the same, the, the same coin, but the flip side right, of the same right. coin, essentially. Right. Um, the way they do things, they're both single minded in what they do, but just how they get there is different. Right. And in no way <laughs> yeah. did the movie universe show anything like that. Right. Um, I watched an interesting video about Justice League and how they were trying to course correct from all that stuff. And there's a, there's still the whole rumors that yes, Zack Snyder's daughter did pass away yeah, unfortunately, right. but that he was getting ready to be kicked off yeah, Justice League, and 
they were trying to find something you should new. leave. And yeah, like, basically. Yeah. And that was a good way that happened. And it was a good, like, Oh, Saving well, face. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Bye. And so Joss Whedon came in and made it just totally all over the place. He, One, he finished the movie. <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> but there's still, there's a, there's a lot of interesting stuff from justice league that I, that, you know, I'm not at all. I think the whole release Snyder cut thing is the dumbest fucking it's, thing on the yeah, planet. Yeah. But two, I think there there is something to the whole like there was story beats from the movie. Sure. That would be interesting to understand and know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, hearing Zack Snyder talk about them now would be like, I don't want those movies at all. Well, y- yes. But again, like I, I I mean, if there's anybody in this room that knows these characters, it's me. Right. Not to say that you guys aren't fans or whatever, but like You saying Brian doesn't know? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I don't. I don't want to jump into a Justice League movie, even right. though I'm familiar with these characters. 100%. I want to know who Ezra Miller's Flash is. I want to know who before Cyborg is. I, I want to know, know who, all that yeah, stuff. all that stuff before I see them jump into a team up movie. Right. I totally agree. You know, I, I. If you're gonna if you're gonna do crossover stuff, you know, Suicide Squad fell uh, on its ass. Okay, fine, but like. Bring Captain Boomerang into the Flash movie. Yeah. That can be your connection. 100%. And then yeah. you can take Flash to Justice League. You right. know what I mean? Like, there's ways they could have... I still think that DC could have recovered from Man of Steel. Like, the ending, oh, and, the and ending I, was I, the big controversy. Again, I still th- I, we've talked about this. Man of Steel is two-thirds of a really phenomenal yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, The last third kind of stumbles some. But I like where it was heading. I like the ideas it brought up. I liked where it was going. And I like that they had primed for a sequel that showed Superman yeah. being Superman. Right. And then they pissed that all away in BVS. Um, but again, uh, imagine for a second if Avengers, they would have made, they made an Iron Man. Yeah. And then Avengers. And then Avengers. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> no fucking thank you. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way. I would not be on, like, get the Hawkeye out of here. I don't give a fuck. Right. But that's the thing, like, Black Widow as a character was so cool because she was introduced in Iron Man. Iron Man 2. Yeah. Way back in the day. And then, you know, you got to see her kind of kick some ass in that movie, right. but, like, you got to see that progression. Right. Captain America was so cool because we got to see him kick Hugo Weaving's ass in the <laughs> 40s. <laughs> right. And then pop up in, you know, the nowadays. Correct. Like In the nowadays. <laughs> 100%. I, I, I totally agree with you. And, it's, but, and, and that's what I think, you know... It, Again, it's just so interesting comparing the two companies because, like, you get stuff. People are clamoring for a Hulk movie, yeah, and, and Marvel won't give it to them. I remember, <laughs> like, I remember that was a big rumor after uh, after Age of Ultron. It's like, oh my god, we're Planet getting a Hulk. Planet yeah. Hulk movie that's gonna be so great. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, there's a Hulk movie coming, but eh, who knows? Right. And then they made then Thor Ragnarok was been development, and they were like, well, I mean, we're basically uh, doing, we're kind of doing right. that. And we we did we did we kind of got kind of we got, got Planet the Hulk. end of Planet Hulk. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. Um, but again, give me a Hulk movie. Well, give me a Planet Hulk. It's movie. just it's just that's what's so interesting is like Marvel is you know fans are clamoring for this same thing. Marvel gave it to everybody, but there's still there's so much Hulk out in the universe, and people are still saying I want a Hulk solo movie. Right. So like. Why don't these companies? I, I get it. You know, it's money and it's time and it's yeah, sure. energy and all that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, just hire somebody and let them make a Flash movie already. Stop trying to force Flashpoint down yeah. my throat. And, and, and again, <laughs> I, I think the whole Flashpoint thing's tying into the giant universe stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? Of course it is. Like, but 
Why? Why does it have to? No, put junk, drunk Jai Courtney and his Captain Boomerang and let's go. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Let me let me see uh, um, uh, Ron Perlman play Gorilla Grot, <laughs> Gorilla Groot. Like, yeah. You know, Fuck whatever yeah. it is. John Hamm plays King Shark. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> I know in, uh, in Gar, because. Uh, uh, James Gunn, he's making or Sean, James, 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 Sean Gunn's his brother. Yes, Grace. Um, they're making. He's making not only Guardians the of the Galaxy Suicide Squad. Yes, he's making the we did the not Suicide let's pretend squad. the other Suicide Squad yeah. did not happen, and this is the Suicide Squad movie. Right. They recast. Um, nope. Oh no. Nope. He, uh, I know what you're gonna say. Idris Elba. Yeah. Is not going to play Deadshot. Oh, never mind. No one is gonna play Deadshot. Oh, they're. Totally new cast because there's a whole thing. There's a rumor that Michael Rooker was going to play King Shark. Yes, and that Michael, still might be moving forward. I remember because <laughs> I, I read something. That Michael Rooker was like, "No, nope, nope mm-mm, not happening." Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, uh-huh, no. Uh-huh. Like, okay, Michael Rooker. Yeah, just get in the goddamn movie. Right, <laughs> but on a rubber shark suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I uh, that's these, that's us getting worked up about DC. I feel like I again, and it, it sucks and it's unfortunate, but. If they would let us run things, I think it'd be a lot better. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it would definitely be better if we could make those movies. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have a lot of good I mean, you know, I have great ideas. Yeah. About so Batman. <laughs> just give me just listen. I walk into the meeting and yeah, I yeah. say, The long Halloween. Oh yeah. And then you walk out. And I walk out. And right then everyone's up. like, What the fuck did that mean? Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. go, It's July. You're right, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> do we start now? What do we do? Smash cut two. Uh, Mr. Vargas, what are your ideas for Swamp Thing Seven? Um, <laughs> let's see. You know, let, let me let me get into the tank. Let me let me get Swamp Thing. The journal again. Swamp Thing Six made hundred and forty million dollars <laughs> off a ten million off, dollar budget. Off of, <laughs> off of a four hundred million dollar budget. <laughs> uh, well, I think we're gonna go for a Tremors crossover this time. And <laughs> Listen, Terminator <laughs> didn't quite hit. I get it. I understand. I, I understand. The property's not doing so hot, but it's fine. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Uh, okay, the other th- the other thing that I've been chewing on for the last week. Oh yeah, uh, totally totally switching gears. But okay, let me let me switch gears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, we got lost there. Okay, here we go. Uh, I want to talk about Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> Greta Van Zandt. Greta Van Zandt. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Throwback. Who we've we've talked about before on the show, Man. but um, we went to a show in Springfield uh, a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, whatever it was. And we saw Crobot open right. open up for the damn things, and I've seen them probably five times now, always as an opener. Crobot, yeah. Oh, but it, but it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I'm going to the Volbeat show. Right. Crobot happens to be the Crobot opener. will be I'm, opening. They open for Motorhead when I saw them. They open for oh, Jesus uh, uh, Anthrax when I saw it. Like, so what I what I want to th- what I've been thinking about when I ta- want to hear your opinion on is. Why is Greta Van Fleet so successful and only getting more successful? And why hasn't Crobot gotten to that point? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop my, my initial theory on okay, you. Okay, hit me with it. And I talked to Brian about this a little bit. I, my initial thought is that Greta Van Fleet came from the same source material as Led Zeppelin. Right, so right. like 100%. Zeppelin they, I mean, is very blues based. They basically sound bluesy, rocky like Led Zeppelin. Right, but it's but it's not because they're trying to rip off Led Zeppelin. It's that they are referencing the same source material. Right. Versus Crobot, to me, 
sounds like we heard Led Zeppelin, we like what they did, and we're going to do a modern interpretation of it. You know, so right. So what I said to Brian is like it's like Greta Van, Greta Van Fleet and Led Zeppelin are like stepbrothers, right? And Crobot is Led Zeppelin's son, or you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. it's an offspring; they're a generation separated, right? And I think that that slight difference you know, coming from a blues bass versus coming from a rock and roll bass right. is enough for people to want Greta Van Fleet on the radio versus wanting Crobot on the radio. Right. And and I think it's almost an argument of nostalgia. Sure. Basically, Absolutely. Greta Van, you listen to Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> Greta Van Fleet. Okay. <laughs> and you go, I remember the, literally, the, I, I, I remember the first time I heard them, I, it was like a video on YouTube and it was them playing Safari Song or something like yeah. that. And I literally went, is this a Led Zeppelin cover band? Yeah. Like, is this some weird song that I've never heard of from Led Zeppelin right. that they're playing? And I immediately like looked up on iTunes and went, oh, like they have an album coming out soon. And it all sounds good. Yeah. So that, that's interesting. And then I played it like at that uh, the lake thing we went to last year or whatever. And uh, we were all like, yeah, it's just like it takes you, takes you back. Yeah. Like you said, it's like the, the step son yeah. of Led Zeppelin. And it they're puts on you, the same... And it like, puts you in that place. Yeah. Whereas Crobot does enough differently and enough vocally that's different and weird enough yeah. that's not going to get them plays on the radio. Right. That sound... that It's it's almost like it's... Again, Led, Ze- Led Zeppelin nostalgia versus Led Zeppelin adjacent. Right. And I, I think that's the big... That's the squeaky wheel right there. Yeah. Whereas so you agree? That, so, that something it's like, like I think, one hundred percent, Greta Van Fleet's <laughs> new album it isn't that great. Yeah. Like it's very much them going like, how do how do we get why, the magic again? Why yeah. were we so popular? Yeah. Like let's try that again. And it's like that wasn't it. Yeah. And whereas Crowbot have put put out consistently like really, really great rock album. jams. Yeah. And we saw them again in Springfield, and it was like, God damn, these dudes Yeah, they are played that new so, song, and it was so fucking it, good. Yeah, the, the new stuff they played was just so fucking awesome. Yeah. And it's like, it, 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 that's what sucked. That's what, I guess music has never made much sense to me, because do you, you have any idea where Crobot is from? No. No? Um, because no, I know, yeah. know Greta you know? Van... South. I think, I think. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Southeast. Southeast. Like Georgia, America. Yeah. So like Washington. Georgia, not the country. Right. Got it. Yeah. Washington. Yeah. Washington. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah. I think you're right, guy. Mystery man. Thank you. We could oh, use yeah. our Google machines, but this is argument, So fuck you. Wait. No. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. 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 Help. <laughs> help me, please. Uh, okay. So I know Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. They're from like Detroit. They're from Frankenmuth, Michigan. Michigan, right? <laughs> and I remember Pennsylvania. <laughs> So east, I got half. I got half. I said southeast. I got half. Um, I know there there was a long thing because I I I don't know if you know this about me, but I was in a band for a while. Yeah, yeah. And the Kansas City music scene Uh sucks. (laughs) It is brutally bad. Oh, because you guys weren't a jazz band. Brand band brands bands bands do not want to come to Kansas City because the Kansas City music scene is very bad. Yeah, yeah. the next because Nashville is so close. Right. (laughs) Uh, bands do not want to come to Kansas City to play because Kansas City is kind of in the middle of nowhere and yeah. there's not really a great scene for bands to play in. Whereas the next closest is like Chicago, Detroit, like Nashville, Nashville, <laughs> Memphis. 100%. I mean, seriously, like what yeah. beyond 
Chicago, Detroit, St. Louis to the uh, west, is there? Like, what's the next closest, biggest thing? Oklahoma City. Like, I mean, what, like Denver. Tra- traveling wise, yeah, Denver. Like Red Rocks. Like, play, yeah, basically. So I, I think it's kind of like a culture of like you, Crobot's from Philly, right? And it's kind of like, eh, like we have. New York, which is a big, better music scene. We yeah. have all this other stuff around, like Jersey and like sure. all this other shit that's better. Like Nashville's yeah. just right south. Whereas like you have Detroit, Chicago, and then Kansas City, which is a barren wasteland yeah. of music. And I think these dudes were just young, had a great sound, and like just happened to be in the right place at the right time, and that was it. Like, and they probably had a lot of money to do yeah. what they need to do, like a hundred percent. Yeah. Because once you dive into like touring and recording and all that shit, like Crowbot 100% sounds like dudes who love what they do. Yeah. Not saying Greta Van Fleet does not love what they do. Right. But but Greta Greta Van Van Fleet probably has a lot more money behind them. Very much probably started in high school, started in a garage and said, Uh, let's do this shit. Do you know that they've recorded their first album? So it's two twin brothers. Their other brother oh. and a family friend. No that's shit. the band. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, and like, and the two twin brothers were nineteen when they recorded that saying. first like, album. But then you look at Greta Van Fleet. No, Crowbot. I'm sorry, Greta Van Fleet was the, that. Yeah, Crowbot was yeah. probably just the dudes who knew each other in high school, grew yeah. up together, like started they're a doing garage, what they're doing because they love doing. And it. they said, "Hey, we're in Philly. Let's scrape something together and yeah. like just start playing music." Whereas Greta Van Fleet, yeah, like they probably I don't know anything about their story. <laughs> But what it sounds like is they knew the right people to get them yeah. in the right place and had the right money well, to get them there. Yeah. And let me tell you, that first album they have that came out a couple of years ago is really fun to listen to. Yeah. But well, so- and it, you know, this interesting thought too is like, as a record executive, if mm-hmm. you hear those two bands side by side, it's like, what can I market the best? Exactly. Easiest? Exactly. You're going to market the band that sounds like the best rock band of all time. That people like my dad go, is that Led Zeppelin? And yeah. you go, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. that's that's 100% what they're shooting for. For sure. Where I, I remember the first time like uh, I let my dad listen to uh, uh, Mastodon, and I think it was something off uh, The Hunter or Crack the Sky or something like that. And my dad looked at me and was like, is this Ozzy Osbourne? Like some oh, like, sure. weird like Ozzy Osbourne yeah. thing. Yeah. And I was like, no, this is like Mastodon, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, well, let's keep listening to it. And yeah. same thing with Greta Van Fleet. Like, we listened to that, and he was like, is this some like Led Zeppelin cover thing? Like a hundred percent. And then you listen to Crowbot and, and I think like as great as their vocalist is, like I just think like that kind of turns some people off and yeah. it's not like, I hate to say it, but not radio friendly, not marketable, like as yeah, much it's, as it's, it's different enough right. that it's it, not marketable. It, and I think unfortunately or less it's, marketable. It's the opposite. It's like you want to like on the different scale, you he's, the, unfortunately, the bad yeah. difference—the not radio-friendly version. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why they've been whipping ass for so long, and not and like, I have never seen Crowbot. Yeah. And I've never really—I've kind of listened to Crowbot. Yeah. But it wasn't until Springfield where I was like, oh, yeah, these guys rip. Well, they slew it. <laughs> they slew it. They hey. they hang. <laughs> They hanged the other pants. Uh, that's a callback to our last episode. Uh, well, that's that's what kind of sparked this in my head. Right. Was I was watching Crobot and I was like, "This is like the sixth, fifth, sixth time I've seen this band live, right. and I don't own any of their albums. You could go, I've yeah. never heard them on the radio. 100%. Like, like, I, I, and that uh, like, there's all kinds of bands like that all the time. It's yeah. like there's bands I like that like I don't own any of their music, right? And I, every time like something pops up, I'm like, 
oh yeah, like this band I, is I should so good. listen yeah. to them more often. Yeah, and it's just it's just not something that's I, I, just not as listenable as Greta Van Fleet's yeah. first album. But the second album sucks. It's not that good. So <laughs> let's get out there. Let's give Crowbot the debates on tap bump. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Let's let's <laughs> surely let's get them listen to Crowbot. Five more listens. What would be like? <laughs> What would be the thing from Cobot that you would say, like, listen to this song? Nowhere to Hide. Nowhere to Hide is really good. Who the fuck keeps saying that? <laughs> Jeez, Bella. Bella, shut up. Nowhere to Hide. Slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Nowhere to Hide is really good. Um, I think Fat City is another oh, really, really good, good one, yeah. kind of more for the masses song. Right, right. Skull of Geronimo is the one for me, I think. 100%. But, and they yeah. put on a great live show. I mean, I've they're heard, fantastic. They are so much fun. They're I, so good. I've never seen Greta Van Fleet play, but... I'm trying to go to the show in September. Oh, yeah, there you go. So, go. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Where are they playing? Yeah. Question mark. Not in Kansas City, <laughs> I don't think. No, no, no. It is in Kansas City. Oh, I mean, it's right. somewhere in the area. <laughs> I don't know where. Okay. Anyway. Well, all right. Well, so that's it. Um, <laughs> we're done so now. Good, good episode. All right. Uh, okay. So Cut you, to silence. You can uh, find us... <laughs> On Twitter at Debates on Tap. You can find us on Instagram at uh, Debates on Pictures. You can email us, debatesonfans at gmail.com. Um, as we talked about last episode, please get on the pitch, KC, and uh, vote for us, nominate us for uh, Best Local Podcast. That would help us out a ton. Yeah. Uh, as well as just let's talk, if you want to talk to us about the DC streaming universe, please. Oh. Yeah, if you guys want to get me fired up again. Yeah, just <laughs> holler at Vargas, man. It's so much fun. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I know we have some really fun stuff coming up for July 4th. Oh, boy. And some uh, freedom. If you want, if you want some fireworks up. for your ears. Right. <laughs> Stay tuned. If you want to be free as fuck. Yeah. Uh, we got some stuff coming up for you. Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, please just listen to us. Uh, subscribe to us. Definitely rate us and tell friends about us. That's the best way to help us out. Yep. Be super appreciative of that. And come back next week for Brittany versus Christina. God damn, that's going to be so much fun. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, but all right, I think that does it for us. Yep. Do your thing. Bye.